Welcome to the Glory Podcast. We're so glad that you're listening. Our mission is to declare God's glory. Please visit glorychurchkc.com to hear all of our other messages. Well, guys, I actually brought Colin here with us. I don't know if you know Colin or been able to meet him. He is our uh, worship leader here at Glory Church. And a little plug, he is an amazing leader. But I am really pumped for uh, hopefully what this morning will set up for. Because we're talking this morning about our vision, our, our, our desire for what worship will look like. Both worship services, because uh, in this room, you've probably all come from a very different background of churches. Uh, some of you, it, is, it was very uh, maybe Pentecostal. Some of you is very charismatic. Others of you, it was the opposite end. Uh, you didn't move. Uh, in fact, if you moved, people would be like, uh, slow down. Uh, you didn't raise your hands. Uh, you, you didn't do anything except what was written on the stage to do, you know, on the screens. Um, others of you, it was very traditional. You, you dressed up or you got to wear whatever. And so there's a whole lot of culture attached to a service. And we just want to set the scene of what Glory Church will be like. Paint that picture for you. Sound good? So I'll let Colin introduce himself and we'll yeah. keep going. Yeah, so my name is Colin. Uh, my last name is Little John, and that's not a joke. That's like actually my last <laughs> name. Uh, I've had to show my ID many occasions because people just straight up don't believe me. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I was born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, and so, um, you know, barbecue is a pretty core part of my being. Um, so being Kansas City, it's, you know, like I feel like there's a little parts of home here. But, um, yeah, I, I grew up in, in Memphis uh, playing music. Um, I was really lucky to grow up in like a, you know, a pretty core music uh, town. And uh, pretty early on, um, you know, after uh, my salvation and getting baptized, I was a part of a church that really, really invested in me and saw um, talents and uh, saw interest in music that I was already a part of and really planted seeds to like grow me as a servant um, beyond just playing music on stage, beyond being in front of people, really like grow me as a servant uh, for the Lord and a servant for the church and what that looked like. Um, and then through that, um, you know, I, they uh, gave me some opportunities to, to start leading worship with, with students, you know, with my peers. And, um, and I went on to, to be a student uh, worship pastor and then a worship pastor um, through a merger of two congregations um, in Memphis before uh, spending two years in Arkansas um, uh, leading worship for a church there and then um, met Greg and Kate. Um, in Arkansas uh, on a Sunday, they came up and gave their like 30 second, this is what Glory Church is and, and who we are and who we want to be. And uh, really right then I was like, all right, God, I guess I'm moving to Kansas City. So um, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, he came up to me afterwards and I was like, I have no idea who this guy is. We can, we can, <laughs> we can meet. Um, but what, yeah, what I'm excited about is what I long and have Caston was a, uh, a church that was for anybody and everybody. Um, and to have that in and through, and that was something that he wanted to do um, in, in a worship sense and a music sense. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, it, it's like I, I'm really, really lucky um, that, you know, I'd, I'd been in a season of just uh, praying for 
what's next and I didn't I knew that there was something um, you know but I didn't have like a clear green light uh, for what that was and then meeting Greg and Kate and their vision and, and just them as leaders um, I know you mentioned me as a leader but but y'all's leadership has been like just incredible to be able to see um, not just you know here on Sunday mornings but like you know on a Thursday night uh, when the kids are going crazy and dinner's happening and stuff but just I appreciate y'all's leadership and it's such a great example uh, for me as I as I grow as a leader here and so I'm really excited um, to be here and, and, and just to talk about what worship looks like uh, here at Glory Church because that's the my favorite thing in the whole world. Um, and so first I just wanted to start by like just let's just define like what worship is. Um, and in its simple, uh, simplest like definition, worship is just prayer. Prayer is just uh, in communion and conversation with Christ. You're listening and you're speaking um, and so worship is just prayer. Um, and the definitions, if you Google worship, um, uh, worship is a feeling or expression of reverence and adoration for Christ. And the act of worship is to show reverence, adoration, and honor the Trinity. Um, through those acts and, and through that prayer and the act and the decision to, to worship uh, and honor and show adoration, we are just declaring God's glory. Yep, and if you, if you picked up declaring God's glory, that's honestly where uh, Glory Church's name came from. That's Psalm 96, we will declare God's glory among the nations. Um, I, I think that in life we declare a lot of things. Um, <laughs> we declare a lot of our bitterness, we declare our anger, we declare our plan, we declare a lot. Um, but worship is the constant act of declaring God's glory, His greatness, His yeah. grandeur. And so we talked the past, what, five weeks about how we're going to do that as a church. But now we're going to talk about how we're going to do that as uh, a church through worship. Uh, the literal act of worship, uh, declare God's glory. Uh, among the nations. So he's actually, Colin's going to read where that comes from, the whole psalm. It'll be up here. It's pretty long. I, I challenge you to, uh, to read along, all right, in, in your head. Be, be attentive to it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Psalm 96. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord glory due His name. Bring an offering and come into His courts. Worship the Lord in, in the splendor of holiness. Tremble before Him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. And He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar and all that fills it. Let the field exalt and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy. Before the Lord, for He comes, for He comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the people in His faithfulness. 
uh, man, so there's, there's a lot there. There's, there's a lot there. Um, you know, with that um, passage, there's just so much of just declaring God's greatness, declaring God's glory. Um, like Greg was saying, like that, it, the heart of the mission of, of this church um, and the devotional, you know, that um, Greg and Kate started however many years ago, like this is a seed that was planted, um, you know, that, that has grown into to while we are here today, why several of us moved here to be a part of this is to declare God's glory. Um, and, and I love the tangible aspect of doing that um, through worship, uh, whether it's through music and singing on a Sunday morning. Um, like that is a special place to me, obviously, is, is being a worship leader. Um, but at the heart of that, like I just want to declare God's glory. Um, you know, and, and ultimately that's, that's what's expressed here in this psalm is, is just a declaration of the heart of God and, and declaring his greatness. Um, so uh, in that, you know, as we talk about what worship looks like uh, for glory, you know, we, uh, for these Vision Sundays, we haven't been singing together. We've had uh, two worship nights that have been awesome, and we have one this evening, and I'm so excited for it. Um, but beyond just singing songs together, uh, I want us to understand what worship is and why we worship um, and in what ways we can worship. Because um, I think even for me, um, there's been many, many times that, that I forget. And, and I forget the vast um, ways that God moves and works and speaks and that I can enter into prayer with him. And it is worship. Um, and so, um, you know, pulling from that uh, Psalm 96, um, you know, we have some things that we just want to be as a church when it comes to worship. Uh, one of those things is, is we will be a church that leans on space. Um, and by that, you know, like we want the spirit to direct the services. Which sounds weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sounds yeah. weird. But, but here's really what it means. We walk into a place and uh, if it's all put on by man, you can definitely feel it. Uh, I mean, the whole world is full of things that are just put on by man. Uh, manufactured, and it may be pretty, and it may be good, but a family who is, who is on the brink of, of pulling apart, a marriage that is about to uh, just end in divorce, a, a life that, that has been wanting suicide, nothing the world can manufacture will fix that. It'll be the spirit. So we want to lean in and our services and all that we do to space. Yeah. I mean, like, we want, um, we want to always... Uh, be going where we where we should go and pause when we need to pause. Yeah. Right. There will be times where it may not be in the plan on planning center in our set list, but where the spirit wants to stay where we are. Um, and we and we want to be a church that listens to that and leans on that. Um, uh, in Psalm ninety six, uh, verse four, it says, "For great is the Lord." And greatly to be praised, he is to be feared above all gods. Um, and in what that's part of what that what that is saying is that, that we are to revere and honor God above all other gods, above all other idols. Um, and so, in that, 
we cannot allow ourselves to have a false idol of perfection or a false idol of self on how myself or Greg or anyone else, as, as we prepare these services, um, uh, we want to come prepared um, you know, for our family when we come prepared uh, walking into a service. However, we cannot put uh, the idol of ourselves on, on what we're trying to predict, you know, God is going to do and where we're going to try to predict the Spirit will lead us um, above where the Spirit is directing us to go. Yeah. Um, and that is very practical. Like, l- let me just like, your homes, you can't worship God if you don't lean in on space, if it's all about perfection, if, if it's all about the making sure that everything looks good or is good, uh, or if it's all about yourself. Uh, you can't pause and lean in to the space of what God is wanting to say or anything. So in all of that, I mean, I, I sometimes get too overwhelmed with how professional maybe the stage looks, and that's often at the expense of how ready I am to be stopped by God mm. or to be led by God yeah. um, because Greg has a good plan in my mind you know we have a good plan about our day um, but leaning in the space is allowing yourself to be stopped yeah yeah absolutely yeah I, I mean just putting our wants plans and, and expectations um, uh, to the side Open-handed, yeah. Yeah, open-handed to, to just let God do what he's going to do in that service. You know, we're, we're opening uh, a door that, um, that is already open, but just, just building a space and a platform for people to hear from God and enter into this communion. Um, and so we never want to be a church that puts ourselves in front of that. We always want to be a church uh, that leans on that space. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, yeah, and so uh, another thing that uh, we want to just declare as a church um, is that we will be a church uh, that is vision-driven uh, and not preference-driven. Um, this is huge, vision-driven. Yeah, I mean, it, we want to be a church um, that, that is honest representation of who we are, um, and we've got a very mixed bag, you know, even in this room, but uh, among, uh, you know, our launch team and, and committed adults, uh, we have many different backgrounds. We all have um, different places that we've been uh, in worship, different ways we've worshipped. Um, and we want to be able to be adaptable, um, you know, as that grows and changes. You know, as we haven't had uh, a full worship team every Sunday yet, um, we don't know what that's going to look like. Um, and, and, and that's going to be determined by who we are. Um, as a people, and so we always want to be a church um, that is that is leaning on that vision of declaring God's glory, and uh, that vision of a family that we're a family, and that we've got to be uh, understanding and, and representative of who we are and adaptable, and, and what that's going to look like over time is likely going to change. Right. Um, uh, but, you know, like I, I, I even want to be up here, you know, as, as the worship leader to say, like, uh, you know, the songs that we sing and, and the way this looks is not going to be determined by what Colin likes. Right. Or what um, Greg likes. We're probably yeah. not always going to play the songs that I want. Right. Yeah. That's not the, the point of it. Right. You know, the, the point is just to lean on the vision of like we believe in people. We believe in Christ and we want to come together as a people yeah. to declare the glory of Christ. Yeah, and this is and this is why preference at the end of the day always changes. 
Um, what you like now is very different than what you liked 10 years ago, five years ago. Think about it. You, as you age and grow, preference. So preference will kill us if we lean in on what you prefer. Um, I get it. If you want a full-on band, if you want the room to be dark, if you want to not let anyone see you, or if you want it very bright, and, and I get that. That's a preference. But the vision here is that we will declare God's glory among the nations. Yeah. Let me just ask you. Do all the nations speak the same? No. Do all the nations see things the same way? No. Do all the nations have the same kind of understanding when you say balloon, what that means? No. <laughs> like, it's that simple. But in all the things that we do, if we are going to do the directive, which is to, to declare God's greatness among all the people who are here, then that definition constantly has to be reworked, the way that that is spoken, the, the language it is used. And so we, as God's people, have to put our preferences aside. And there are going to be times, I, I love this, there will be times when you will have that sweet spot and you'll be like, that song was for me. Yes. But the whole service should not be for you. Yeah. The whole service should be for the one who does not know God. Full service, the full service should be a full picture of the kingdom. And so we will, we will be very intentional about providing those places for you. Yeah. But if you want a church that will provide everything for you, then Glory Church isn't it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, are others, there are other churches that will have that, uh, that style for you. Yeah. Uh, but I want to be a place that we could put aside our desires um, again and again yeah. for his kingdom, for the vision. Amen. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, in, in verse 10 here of, of Psalm 96, it says, Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Um, and if we can't proclaim that the Lord reigns uh, in a style of a song that isn't our preference, um, then are we really declaring the glory and greatness of God? Because it's vast and it moves far beyond English. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, that's a, that's a big thing. And, and, and through that, like, we always want, um, you know, tonight we're going to have a choir, um, and I'm so excited for that. It is uh, the first iteration of Glory Choir, and, uh, but that's something that we just believe in. Uh, we believe in, in people singing, um, and, it, you know, we, we always want a group of people um, singing and proclaiming Christ from the stage um, and, and just opening that door for freedom of expression. Again, this is a uh, thing where we want to lean on the vision, which is uh, coming together, you know, as a family to declare God's glory. Um, and very clearly here it even says um, that the trees of the forest will sing. Um, there's power in singing. Uh, I got to teach a class a couple years ago just on worship, and, um, and through that there's some cool things that, that I got to, to learn. And, and just one of those being is that the New Testament, there's 50 times um, that there uh, is a call to action to sing. And that doesn't come with a, uh, you know, a, a predecessor or a, um, a set of rules that says, like, if you can carry a tune in a bucket, <laughs> you know, or if you're not, uh, you know, as long as you're not going to, like, distract the person next to you. And, uh, no, it just, there's a call to action to sing. The amount of energy it takes, literally the calories that you burn singing is more than talking. Um, and a lot of that has to do with like, we're going to declare 
the glory and greatness of God um, and just exalting that energy even in your body. Uh, there's something really, really powerful to So we're just, we want to be a church that, that always leans on singing. We want to be a church that sings when there's no music happening, when it doesn't make sense on a Monday at 6.30 in the morning on the way to work when, you know, you're not happy about it. <laughs> you know, like we want to be a church that sings. Um, and so, yeah, I'm really excited uh, for that. Um, so, and then, uh, another thing that we just want to declare as a church is that we will be a church that values writing music, uh, from our people for our people. Um, I love worship music, uh, and there's so many different, like that doesn't, you know, like worship music, uh, means so many different things stylistic wise. Um, but at the end of the day, these are just suggested words for a prayer. The same way as when we pray, to, pray together and Greg is leading us, these are suggested words as we enter in a com- communion and conversation with Christ. Um, and so I don't want to put so much value on the words that are up here that, that we cannot listen to what God may be saying because these might be a suggestion and there might be one word that God's like, no, but you just need to keep singing this. Like, I just need to keep, like, let's just keep singing this over you because we need to really drill this in. And that might be right for you. So um, through that, um, even in verse uh, 7 and 8 here, ascribe to the Lord, O families of the people. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due His name and bring an offering and come into His courts. Yeah, the picture of that is all the families together. That family will ascribe, which means they will, they will put on, they will, they will label, they will define glory to the Lord. They, they will together put on that definition. And sometimes uh, what that means is we need to realize that as a family, we're in a season of maybe heaviness, or as a family, we're in a season of celebration. And so maybe there is a specific way at which that prayer should be worded. That's what, I mean, that's the whole hope is uh, there is something specific that maybe a glory church needs to offer worship to God. Uh, and so that's why we want to just, what are, the, what are the words that our people can bring collectively to the Lord? Yeah, uh, And even on a Kansas City way, like yeah. you were talking yeah. to it's, some other worship pastors, right? Yeah, citywide, there, there are some other worship pastors that, um, you know, we just, we've seen a lot of power um, in being able to, as a city, um, in different churches that look different, that feel different, and smell and taste different, um, that we're singing the same words together as one family, um, you know, as a body of Christ in Kansas City. Um, you know, we get to bless God by singing. Um, that's an amazing thing to even just sit and just ponder and wonder about, that we get to bless God um, by singing. And so we want to we wanna, uh, present that as an offering to God. And so as a church, we want to write uh, we want to, you know, have words like Greg was saying that, that are just representative of who we are and where we are. And it might be for us a, a small season and it might be for a long time. Uh, but there's just power in us as a family saying like these words mean something really, really important and special to us right now. And so we need to sing this together over ourselves. Um, and so that's something we want to lean on and, and be um, representative of families of the people of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, and the scope of worship does not just extend in singing uh, alone, but worship is everything that we do to, as a pr- 
that presents itself as an offering to the Lord. So there's going to be creativity found in our worship services uh, because God is honored by all creative aspects. And so you'll see that a lot. We've been building up a creative team, and we'll keep that going uh, of just ways that we worship God by what we do. Uh, The scope of worship extends far beyond the use of music or sound. Um, So we'll be a, a... a church that worships through all creative outlets. Um, but we're also going to be a church that empowers that in the home. I'm going to tell you, your homes are not as much of a place of worship as God desires for it to be. Think about your home. You often care way more about things that you shouldn't. We care way more about things that we shouldn't than allowing our home to be a space of worship. Yeah. Um, and that is the really the, the avenue that we want. We want the what is created at the, in the four walls of a worship service at Glory Church to be the same values and vision that you have in the four walls of your home, yeah. that you worship the same because you've learned to lean in the space here, um, that you lean in the space of your home as well. And so I actually want to end um, just, just realizing that, that God is a God of, um, of praise and a God that we should honor whether we're here in a church or on our own, or in our car. Um, And we want to be a church that constantly allows you really practical things, ways to do that. So if you've been with us for a while, we did the season study, we've provided Advent studies, ways that you can worship God in different outlets in your home. Uh, In January, we're going to do a 21 days of prayer and fasting as a church, um, where you are going to have very specific prayers for written by our people, for our people, um, that, that we can read that will point us all to Launch Sunday. 21 days of prayer and fasting, of, of God to, to, to work and in, in, interact in our lives, maybe in ways that we haven't before. Um, and so I'm excited for that. But as we end, on your, your chairs were little note cards um, and pens if you've written all of it on one side, I, you can turn it around because I'm going to challenge you. We're going to have a little, create a little bit of space this morning where I want you to, to write something. Maybe if you're more of a phone person, I get it. You can write on your phone. Um, but I challenge you to do something tangible. There's a moment in scripture where Paul writes. He transitions this very heavy book of Romans and transitions it in uh, chapter 12. And he says this, uh, I appeal to you, brothers, by the mercy of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, and that is a spiritual act of worship. So do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, That that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So I'm just going to pause on this because this is what worship really is in all aspects is this constant prayer, this ongoing giving yourself of God saying, I will do whatever you want. I will go wherever you want. And often we want that. We pray for God's will, but we don't do the first part of allowing ourselves to be transformed. We don't present ourselves. And so we want his will to direct us, but we don't really present saying, but anywhere you take me, I'll go. And so there's this, this thing, this tension. But I love, I want to I hit on this morning, the word renewal. Something I love about God is he constantly renews us. Renews ways we have seen things, ways that we have lived, and he changes them. 
And so this morning, you are going to worship God through a prayer. I, I, I challenge you to think back on your life and the ways that you have presented things to God and watched him renew them. Maybe your, perspe- your perspective, your perception of it is different. For instance, maybe you really struggled with uh, body image issues. And as you conformed, not to the pattern of this world, but gave them to God, God began to transform and renewed you. And maybe you need to right now just worship God for how he delivered you in that. He changed that definition of yourself. Or it could be anything. I, I just want to encourage you and challenge you to take a time where you, you just thank God for your past, how he has transitioned you from that way to this way, from seeing things that way to now seeing things this way, because that's a really powerful reminder. That begins to word how you can worship God today, um, because he has brought you, the whole, the whole Israel, he brought you from slavery in Egypt into the promised land. That was what they worshiped about. You brought me from this place and transformed us into this place. So I'm going to empower you guys to do that. I'm going to pray over us, and then we're going to have that time. Thanks for listening to the Glory Podcast. For more information about this message or Glory Church, please visit glorychurchkc.com.